Assalamu alaikum, bismillahir rahmanir rahim. I was requested by one of our sisters about um, teaching children the names of the masumin, and I'm in basically response to that, I want to share um some insight on this particular practice which was opened up to me after I moved to Jeddah at that time I was staying in a furnished uh furnished uh flat and this is before I found uh, a place to stay so we were in transition and at that time I had a lot of time on my hand the kids were younger um and uh the timings for their school and everything was pretty you know um easy for me to handle and uh just the whole transition of the move from riyadh and so forth so i had a lot of time i had a lot of creative energy and i had less sort of uh responsibilities on my uh on myself which basically gave me a lot of time to receive um you know instructions and so forth so at that time i was being instructed to create uh an alternative sort of platform um an educa- educational resource for uh muslim slash spiritual uh slash sufi parents struggling with you know information or getting access to old doctrines and teachings in regards to raising uh children and and parenting children and you know with with spiritual teachings there was plenty of information available on you know religious sort of parenting and i definitely um was turned off uh, with what i you know whatever i was reading whatever i came across on the net and i knew i was looking for something else so uh through the blessings of our sheikh maulana sheikh nazim and the shuyukh and particularly a qadriya sheikh who was not only a family friend but someone i had the opportunity to serve later on by creating a website for him he belongs to the husainia qadriya uh silsila His name is Sheikh Tawheed and he lives in British Columbia. He's a very powerful sheikh and he's a great healer. And so I I can trace this particular um incident when I was let's say I was probably in grade 7 at that time and his family came over and there was a zikr at our house and at that time it was fairly new to uh to us as a family even though we you know we we had um some sort of understanding through my mother's side and so forth but on a practical level it was really missing and this is in Canada so the sheikh came over and he did a coffee bean healing ceremony uh which is something that is practiced in the qadiriya silsila uh his particular chain perhaps and it was a healing ceremony and um i remember his daughter i believe it was sumaya tofail and now mashallah she's a published author and uh activist poet uh beautiful young um person 
and uh, I asked her and she was fairly young at that time probably I'd say perhaps nine eight or nine years old and I asked her you know um, I asked her what would you like to be when you grow up and I remember her response and she responded saying I want to be a sheikha and that really really um, had an impact on me and that reason being is because you know we were I personally it's just something that resonated I never was basically introduced to that concept on a formal level but intuitively inherently and something deep within me said yes and um, it stayed with me for a long time and I I was really um, seeking that perhaps and so I asked her that uh, question and, 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 and then, you know, the, the zikr and, and the gathering resumed and so forth. And one of the advices uh, that the sheikh gave was to us, particularly as a family, he said, the teachings, um, teach your children the love of the Quran and love of Ahlul Bayt. This is a saying of the Prophet, peace be upon him. So obviously, how do you go about teaching the love of the prophet sallallahu family and that how do you instill you know the seeds or how do you allow the seeds to grow when you don't have an environment sort of you know in your community and so forth that uh, that nourishes that sort of love and and learning and so he had at that time uh, again uh, had suggested a very strong suggestion which also remained with me and from that time I was seeking this sort of knowledge because I, I always wondered where could one access this information because all other branches of knowledge were were and are easily available at the mosques and even the khanqahs and and with the sheikhs but this sort of uh, the these sort of teachings like that science of how do you impart this into a future generation that even has a bloodline but does not know how to possess that sort of love nor you know would know the know-how of how to impart that to a future you know uh, generation or even to others etc so that was something that stayed with me as well um so now fast forwarding to you know when i when i got married um, you know, and I had my first child, uh, and, and, and this sort of question came up, you know, do I want to just, you know, raise them with the, the fundamentals of Islam and, and the teachings and that sort of hardcore discipline to, you know, inculcate the teachings and to have your children practice, or do you want to rear them in a way that you're building them from within and imparting the spiritual sort of uh, message of Islam through love and, uh, you know, having a different effect on the child where that child is, you know, out of love wanting to uh, be on the path of love and, 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 and sort of stay away from that fear-based uh, sort of paradigm that is typically imparted in the process of imparting quote-unquote religious uh, education to children in Muslim families so I definitely wanted the other side of the fence so I continued to seek and seek and seek 
and uh, I came across the the book after f- following up with the sheikh, and so now back in Jeddah, I'm on my third child, um, and the openings start coming, you know, and I was making a lot of notes as to what I'm supposed to do, so I developed a an actual site with uh you would say it's not it wasn't just a site it was an entire database and it was dedicated to say the haja amina the wife of maulana sheikh nazim whom i had dedicated the site for and uh obviously uh, in service to this cause uh or to this sort of uh dedication um about you know raising children um with spiritual values and in tapping into the ocean of um uh the ocean of wisdom of how the previous generations raised their children um so beautifully um in the path of ihsan and 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 these children became great saints and great philosophers and mystics and thinkers and 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 scholars and so forth and and poets so that was definitely on my mind so i was working on this project and um and one of the openings in my research because there's a lot of research i had to do at that time and 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 the opening that came um was about the 14 masumin and this was nothing i was formally taught um i was already connected to maulana sheikh nazim through baya I was learning through the Awaisi method of learning, heart transmission. There was no formal teacher with me uh, in in the physical sort of sense. I had a connection to Maulana Sheikh Nazim through one of his uh, deputies, but that formal method of learning was was not your typical way. So there's a lot of inspirations coming and having really no access to that direct sort of pick up a call or or tap in or go to a gathering here in Saudi Arabia because of the ideological differences and 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 everything else um the the sheikhs were empowering um you know a seeker uh with uh, uh an unusual way or not your usual way of learning. So I I came across this information and 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 the concept of the 14 masumin and uh this is coming through the um through the through the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt and through the belief in the 12 leaders of the Quraysh or imams and you know that could be another subject or another topic on another day but um in my research i came to find out that this was a secret and if you were to memorize these names and and have your children recite them it would through repetition engrave uh onto their hearts and and their young minds and their subconscious and through repetition you're basically doing a form of dhikr remembrance and you are remembering these personalities even if it's unconscious and then you are attracting the gaze of these personalities and hence you're tapping into the ocean of the inheritors of the muhammadian light and and you are you are basically you know um you are being protected in that light and 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 which brings me back to what my mother did when we were little 
although I was not formally trained in a religious sort of typical religious way, my mom comes from the family of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani. So for them, religion is not something you talk about or you flaunt. You just be it. Hence, she is humble. She's not very um, uh, talkative about religion. She seems secular, but she she walks her talk. And may Allah bless her and grant her um, long life and, and health and and, and barakah inshallah and so this was something I remember from my earliest days that I would never sleep unless I recited the names of the holy five and when we used to go to school we would just automatically run to our mom and um, she would with her right finger write the names of the holy five on our forehead and boom out the door with a kiss and that was just something that I definitely I'm so grateful for um you know being you know uh just part of that sort of tradition which she passed on to us um and not really passing on too much of the tradition on a conscious level anyhow um yeah so that was it and then that sort of um expanded uh, the concept into the 14 masumin which basically clicked to me now fast forward um to say that on the completion of the sufi kids project i was in medina making a ziyara and i was presenting the site to the prophet sallallahu for acceptance and when i was giving salam i noticed two ladies and i felt in my heart these women are from ahlul bayt I've never, obviously, I, I did not know them. I had never seen them before, but there was something. And one of the ladies looked at me and she called me over. And I said in my broken Arabic, I asked, I said, are you from Ahlul Bayt? And she basically affirmed it uh, through a smile or a nod. And she pulled something out of her bag and she gave me and she said, this is for you. And I knew it right there that when you receive anything in in such a place, of nearness, um, it's coming as a gift from the Prophet, peace be upon him. So that was uh, in Arabic called Dua Ibn Iha, and I have that, and I will paste it or post it on the Sayyidah Zainab Foundation site. I have sent it out to secret through email as well, but I will make that available. And that is a dua which basically is the mother of all duas for children, whether it's your own children or children of the world. One does not have to be a parent to read it, right? If you, you know, you, you just have to just, you know, if you have a love for children and you want goodness to come through the future generations for the sake of imparting of light and the dispelling of darkness, then this can be read even once a week. So I will, inshallah, share that. And so um, with the with the openings of the 14 Masumin, I created for each child um, a night routine paper. And in there, I included the, all the quls, Ayatul Kursi three times, typically what's in the sunnah in terms of, you know, what you need to read before sleeping. And then ihtisab, the concept of ihtisab, meaning recollection of your day, and you know what you need to do and these were laminated and this these would be next to their beds and I would you know whether they could read or not in those days I can't remember maybe one or two of the kids could the little one couldn't but I would go over this as a routine with the bedtime stories and so forth and and so they would they were routinely um reciting the names of the 14 masumin and within a couple of days it was just on their 
tongue, you know, it was in their memory. And so that's how simple it was. And for me, it worked too, you know, so I, I memorized these names effortlessly. And then a lot of openings came, you know, when I was doing the tawaf and, and the sa'i, when I was seeking an inner meaning, more information was coming in regards to the 14 masumin, which inshallah, I will share on another post directly from the document that I had created and presented it to Dr. Sami Ngawi of Hijaz and um, so yeah so that's that's basically what it is and so what happened is you you ask the child to recite the names after the quls, um and I will place the instructions on the site and after you recite these names then you read Surah Fatiha once and Surah Al-Ikhlas three times with the intention of the reward being uh, sent or or given or gifted to the 14 masumin and so that's that's the intention and that's all it is it's a simple simple thing and uh, it's very blessed just to sort of leave you with something to think about in the research i found there was a tabatabai family in iran and this family secret of having their children not just being hafaz they basically um they basically uh were uh able to have their children recite the quran backwards the the children were able to recite any verse any verse to, and, and give you the exact ayah number. These were actually prodigies, not one, but all the children. And their secret was that after the recitation of the Quran, they were trained by both their parents, who were also Hufaz, uh, to, uh, to give the reward of the recitation to the 14 Masumin. So this was the secret. And that, that really stayed with me, and that put me in a lot of... Um, uh, that just, I don't know, that really had an impact on me. And so um, that was among the openings in my research um, when I was digging in. I tried later to find the article and the research on this family, and it's vanished. It's, I don't see it on the net anymore. But anyways, the point is that uh, from, from, from this foundation, we are reopening this, and this is uh, from a request from one of our sisters. And I would like to read a vision that was sent to me by her uh, on what she saw, reconfirming, basically reconfirming this, uh, this thing. I'm just going to read in the next post. October, here's the vision that was sent this month, 2018. Vision after Mahur prayers. I saw the prophet, peace be upon him, and heard him say, make your children recite 14 masumin names, or to make it easy, read and blow it on them. We will take care of your children. Try to keep your children focus on us. We know how to keep them busy with us. The Prophet ﷺ said not to indulge the kids with media and make them recite salawat from a young age. That will bring them under the gaze of the Ahlul Bayt. So this was the vision that was sent and she ends it by saying, um, 
that uh, she had seen her daughter in the vision looking at the Prophet and smiling. So, inshallah, you know, everyone's welcome to basically try this out. It's, it's an opening, it's not a prescription, but definitely it's a blessed practice and I try my best even now to make sure that not only am I reciting it, but I remind the kids and uh, I guess it's part of their routine and I hope it will stay. And that's it for this particular session on the openings of the Masumin for, um, for children.